I'm gonna take one, baby. y'all we are back with the take one podcast a couple weeks ago we talked about dysfunctional families and how um we've kind of been shaped by our families and this week we're going to talk about boundaries but i actually forgot to do something last week i think we introduced ourselves as we answered but let me go ahead and introduce everybody now so i'm adriana Steele. uh we have Kelsey Ellison, our pastoral resident. Welcome, Kelsey. Ooh, this is your first. Is this your first? Is oh, first Lord, podcast. I missed it. <laughs> all right, all right. We in here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we got Richard Reeves here, lead all pastor, right, right. and we have Artez Henderson in here. Yes. Associate. Oh man. Assistant pastor. <laughs> I get confused. They both start with A's. Um, but yeah, we're we're in here talking about the hard stuff. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I encourage you to listen to the first episode of this series for sure when we talked about how our families have shaped us. But now we're going to get into boundaries. Um, And I think setting boundaries can be difficult. Absolutely. um, (laughs) But definitely for me, family, setting boundaries with family. It's just it's just a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to give I feel like this is kind of a buzzword now, but I'm going to go ahead and give us like a quick quick um summary um so henry cloud wrote this wonderful book called boundaries um i do recommend it to everybody (laughs) um because it is biblically based and um you know it's easy to see boundaries like in our lives when it comes you know physical lives you know walls fences doors all things um we talk about um the spiritual world or the emotional world and all the things um He says, boundaries are anything that helps us to differentiate us from someone else. Mm. It's kind of like invisible property lines. This is my Mm. property. This is what I'm responsible for. This is what I'm in control of. That's your property. (laughs) That's what you're responsible for, you know. Um, And another thing he says, I'm going to go ahead and quote him here. He says, boundaries define us. They define what is me and what is not me. A boundary shows me where I end and someone else begins mm. leading me to a sense of ownership. Wow. Knowing what I am to own and take responsibility for gives me freedom. Yes. Mm. yes. All right. So, yes, boundaries. Okay. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just set the stage real quick. So, what is your general mindset um, towards boundaries or what feelings come up when I say boundaries? I'll jump in there. Um you know, I deal with this a lot in, uh, well, I'll say two things. First, I deal with it a lot in uh, premarital counseling. And I'm always looking at it. And as a matter of fact, most of my marriage homilies are from Genesis. You know, God's command, a man shall leave mm-hmm. his father and mother, be united to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And that Hebrew word is, is really sever. Uh, so I don't know that boundaries are a strong enough word. You know, I, I've heard a lot of criticism. Oh, it's not biblical to draw boundaries. Well, maybe it's it's biblical to sever <laughs> the relationship. Oh, wow. And one of the um, biggest, you know, helps that I, someone who's done, I think, uh, some great work on this is Dan Allender. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, he he puts the two together of leave father and mother and honor your father and mother. 
And because that's typically what people say, well, the Bible also says honor your father and mother. Well, the best way to honor your father and mother is to sever in terms of emotionally not being dependent and so forth. Um, because what we typically do is we own the baggage of our parents. Mm. And, um, and I'm telling you, as a father who's given three daughters away mm. to you know, these horrible men that they married. Uh, no, I love you all. You know, I do. Uh, it's hard. I mean, it's hard and nobody tells you how to do it. And it's almost, if your daughter doesn't do it, you're not going to do it. You know, <laughs> So it really is our job. Um, and, and another, another quote from Dan Allender is yes, you were to honor your father and mother, but you can't raise your mother and father. You can't own their stuff. Mm -hmm. They can't, and it's wrong for them to depend upon you. Mm -hmm. So, and then the second thing I'll say is I failed miserably. Um, we <laughs> talked about, uh, we talked about in the first session, you know, my wound of needing approval. Mm -hmm. And so I could not and did not draw boundaries. And it really impacted uh, my relationship with Rachel, like in a big way, because mm. they did not treat her, um, you know, with respect and love. And I was paralyzed, you know, to do the job that I should have done. And so uh, we are still, you know, she still has wounds from that mm. and that we, you know, talk about. And I continue to apologize. And she understands. I mean, now, Thank God we got to that reason of why I couldn't and why I didn't. Uh, doesn't excuse it, but you know it definitely explains it. It's given a lot of relief to me. Um, but you know, my advice, anyone listening, who I'm assuming most are younger than myself uh, and Rachel, but uh, take this seriously. It it really does build trust between husband and wife to draw that boundary, be true to that boundary. Uh, lovingly communicated even to parents and um, yeah it's 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 big this is not a small matter mm -hmm. that's what I'd say yeah yeah I think I always view boundaries or I guess have recently because I don't know I feel like boundaries are kind of new but not as new as the buzzword I don't think but um, I view them as healthy so I, I like them. you know I'm like yes we should have boundaries but I think in the back of my mind I'm always like how will other people perceive me yeah, yeah. Um, because of the boundaries that I put up especially my family because it's hard to you know the I, I'm glad you said that sever because you know the leave and cleave is hard and it's hard you know I think about like oh am I gonna how am I gonna treat my sons when they have two wives <laughs> Um, but yeah. especially your family, when you think about, you know, now I have my own family and when I'm talking about family, I'm primarily talking about my in-house family units. Um, and I, and you become my extended family kind of, right. and so how do, how do the bound, like how will my mom perceive the boundaries that I put up? That's always what I'm yeah, worried yeah. about, but they are healthy and good. And I encourage other people to make them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, the question you posed, Adriana, I just think about it as a way to advocate for yourself. And yeah. I know we've been talking, you know, heavy uh, marital relationship. But even, you know, for those of you listening who are single, mm -hmm. um, you know, I personally think boundaries are necessary and essential to advocate for yourself. And I was always also thinking about it's a way to love yourself. Yes. And it's yeah. a way to love other people. Yeah, yeah. Now, they may not understand that, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the means of that love, but... Hey, uh, we'll get to that later. 
But yeah, I think it's a way to advocate for yourself, yeah, yourself or your family. That's so good. That's so good. Because I think like when I think about boundaries, it makes me nervous. Mm. If I think about me setting boundaries, like you said, like now I can tell some other people like, you got to love yourself. And I can say all of that. But when I think about setting boundaries specifically with my family, it's it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how they're going to take it. I probably don't feel a little guilty, you know? Right, um, absolutely. But I do think it is, like, it is self-love. It is a way to advocate for mm-hmm. yourself. And it is a way to love other people better. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm learning that I will sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice. But eventually I start to resent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. eventually, if I continue to have to sacrifice and, like, mm-hmm. overextend myself, I will start to have some resentment and mm. I can't love them as well as I could have yeah. if I would have just said from the beginning, like, you mm. know, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. Yeah. And right. this is my yeah. responsibility and this is your responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And even that's so important just, I think, in, in all at, like facets of life. Like, we're talking about family specifically, but, you know, that's true. Boundaries are good in for everybody, like at work and your friendships, you know, for your time. Yeah. And so I think just, yeah, anyway, second in that. For sure. So we kind of talked about how they make us feel um, and what our mindset is. Um, what are your thoughts and emotions going into setting boundaries specifically with your family? Um, and what helps you to do this? What helps you to set boundaries with your family, like effectively? For me, what helps is just, you know, how I guess when I realize the lack of boundaries I have affect my family. Mm-hmm. And I would say the biggest thing, you know, I was telling y'all before we started, you know, I was like, man, where am I going to go with this? You know, in terms of uh, I can, it's all kind of boundaries that I have learned to uh, communicate and be honest with. But one of the biggest ones I would say that the theme, the motto is being okay with taking L's on the behalf of my wife, mm. um, from my family, okay. because I've heard so many stories of men like throwing their wives underneath the bus because they wasn't, uh, man enough to take that L to have a hard, that hard conversation with their family. So, oh, it's, you know, my wife fall or she said this, or she didn't mm-hmm. think it's like, no. And so, there's been times by which, you know, my mom, I love, I love you, mama. If you ever listen to this, uh, you know that. No, uh, she want to come down and see her grandbabies, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's, it's not convenient for the family. You know, she knows she's more than welcome. She got a place to stay. And she had asked me, you know, about a particular date. And I said, hey, let me get back with you mm-hmm. on that. Right. Not necessarily everybody got their own different philosophy. Not necessarily let me talk to Ebony, and, you know, because... She can sense I'm for it. Let me talk to Ebony and I come back with a different response. Oh, it must have been Ebony. So I want to preserve that relationship as much as possible and say, nah, mom, this is not a good time. Even though I was for it, but it wasn't strongly. Mm-hmm. But Ebony, for some reason, she said, no, I'm just, you know, this is not a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Come back, hey, mom, this is not a good weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's a Period. pro tip to yeah. not say I need to check or nah, just to you, say, let me, get, let me back. get back. Let me no, get back good. with you. Because hey, when you I'm say lying. you check with your wife or you check with your husband, I do feel like they can, mm-hmm. they can hold that against yeah. you. And so right. I've taken plenty of ills mm-hmm. for her, not to, you know, boast and things of that nature, but that's that comes with 
uh, setting boundaries. And I'm I'm the youngest. I'm a mama's boy. So that ain't that I ain't out here just like oh it feels so good. It's like <laughs> yeah, it takes some confidence right. and some courage to say nah that's not what we gonna do. You yeah. know um, there's yeah. always a next time. Yeah, that's what we kind of just do in everything, whether we can do it or not do it. We just say, which is not the opposite of what you said, kind of. But like, <laughs> I'm a toxic Kevin. I'm a toxic Kelsey. So we just we just generally just say it like, and then whether it's we gonna do it or we ain't gonna do it, we gonna talk about it so that we know that we both gonna do it. And even and a lot of times we kind of anticipate things that. <laughs> Our family gonna ask us, mm. and so we have a lot of times talked about it before, and mm. they said, "Well, we'll just circle back. Like, mm. let me just circle back with Kevin. Let me circle back with which Kelsey. I might already made. Up. Yeah, but let me just you know, let me just confirm because yeah. it is a yeah, it is kind of hard, but I think yeah, yeah, I uh, for sure like echo everything y'all was saying. Uh, for sure, feel that way, and I think. Um, what helps me to set boundaries is to think about the future. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. if I act, and because I, I do struggle with people pleasing. So if I act as a people pleaser at mm. this time, yeah, what great. is the future going to look like? Yeah. And can I afford <laughs> for that to be my mm-hmm. reality? Yeah. Um, and that's sometimes the only thing that gives me courage to go ahead and set it. Because mm. um, I don't want it to seem, I don't want people to think I don't love them. Yeah. Specifically when we talk about family, like I don't want, my family think I don't love them or I don't care, but it's also like, okay, what does the future look like? If yeah. I, yeah. You know, the pro tip to say, let me circle back, but because <laughs> I definitely said, well, let me check out that ad. And then it's like, yeah. Was it, I mean, that, that, that's, no, I, I've, I've learned, you know, personally, I, yes, like, I hey. feel like that's a pro tip though. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't need to say that. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to just say, I let get me back get with back with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then it's a decision it. we've made together. It's mm-hmm. not just like, well, he's influencing her. <laughs> <laughs> what Brittany like, said. Yeah. Let me call him. You know, she's like, nah. Yeah. We made this together. Mm-hmm. You know, that united front. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and go a little bit more specific. So, what is one of the hardest boundaries you have had to set with your family? And you don't have to say the family member. Mm-hmm. You can just say, one of my, you know, so you don't have to say, like, who they were, just one of my family members is fine. All right, I'll go. Cause I got <laughs> a few written down. One of the hardest boundaries I had to set with my mother is Oh, he went ahead and said mm-hmm. it. Is the she comments <laughs> No, she know. <laughs> hey, if y'all do not forward this to my mama, y'all. Um no, but it's the comments she make about our house. Like, we have young children. We both work, uh, Ebony and I, and we do the best that we can, right? And so even Ebony, which I love her to death, you know, trying to uh, get get the home together whenever, you know, Absolutely. both both sides of the family mm-hmm. come. Either my mother come or her parents come, and she overly work. Is the house person, Ebony, like, it's going to be as good as it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have young children. So my mom used to come down and make comments, oh, this, like, I got a lot going on. You know, just small little comments like that. And I can see how Ebony was feeling some kind of way. I kind of, I didn't take it as, you know what I'm saying, when I first heard it, but it was like two or three times. And I and I put my mom to the side one time, and Ebony, Ebony didn't even know. I said, mama, like, you got you to gotta chill with the comments about our house. I say we yeah. we doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. We got three kids, three young kids. We doing yeah. the best we can. Like you just gotta you gotta chill. 
y'all want to know something funny? So there was one time we went on a trip. Um, it was an anniversary trip. And she, again, she came down because she loved her grandbabies for like four days. And she was holding down with all three of the kids. And you know what she said when we got back? <laughs> Boy, my hat's off to y'all because it's hard to, like, exactly. It's, it's a lot of work, you know. Yeah. But again, it was one of them things, man, like, I wouldn't consider it as an L that I had to take from my, my, my wife. But I was advocating, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, that is affecting my household. Yeah, and so you have to be mindful of your words. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago how one of the, the dysfunctions growing up was that my family weren't mindful of the things that they said. You know, it was kind of like, ah, you know, we just joking. We just, it's like, no, some of those things are not funny, you know. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, yeah. that, that was probably the hardest boundary I had to set. Hey, when you come, you stand down here, you're a guest of our home, you got to chill out on the comments. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would say one of the hardest ones, and now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, I probably should have had a conversation with my mom ahead of time. Okay. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. But so I will say my husband did a great job when we were engaged to tell like his mom, like, you know, like this is gonna be my wife. This and he's like a mama's boy. So this is gonna be my wife. This is gonna be like the number one woman. Mm. So I'm not gonna call you as much because I'm gonna be talking to her. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> and I remember when I came home with him before we were even engaged, but they kinda knew he was going to do it. I didn't know. Yeah. And he was asking my opinion on something. For breathe for his um, brand and journal. Shout out to breathe, brother. Yeah, <laughs> but he was asking my opinion, and she just watched this conversation, like kind of almost like a tennis match. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, "Oh, like he really is listening to what <laughs> she's saying," whereas that would be her. Mm-hmm. So he had already had these conversations with her, right? So I get married, and I have not. And it actually was like Richard was saying, like how he saw some of his his lack of boundaries affecting Rachel. Mm-hmm. It was affecting us because I, I had this this uh, pattern where I would call my mom after work. We talked for 30 to 40 minutes and I debriefed the whole day. Mm. And so sometimes it was like serious stuff that I had talked to Brennan about as well. But he wouldn't get the excited update. Yeah. He would get the bullet points. Right. Because mm-hmm. I already done ran my mouth yeah. <laughs> with yeah. my mother. Um, or I've made a decision without him. And he's like, I'm invested. I know everything that's going on. Mm. Um, and so that was a thing for me where I was just like, okay, well, let me make sure I've talked to Brennan about this before right. I talk to my mm-hmm. mom about it and make sure, like, I'm also taking counsel from my husband. Yeah. Right? Um, and so I think that was one of the hardest boundaries. And my mom still to this day would be like, you seem kind of distant. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, I love you the same, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but with some stuff that's been happening lately, I've been talking to Brennan a lot because mm-hmm. it's affecting both of us. And this is my husband. Yeah. He, he's my best friend. I'm supposed to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, um, so yeah, that's, that's been one of the hardest ones, like more of an emotional mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. 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 I think when I think about hard boundaries, I think in a one unhealthy one and one healthy one. So I think the unhealthy one is the extreme boundary of you won't hurt me. Like I won't let you hurt me or let you, you know, hurt my kids. So, you know, um, Artez said this in the dysfunctional family, the last um, podcast, but, you know, waiting for his dad to show up and never coming. And so that's my experience too. And my experience with my mama is, you know, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but when the time comes, you know, she don't feel good. You know, insert the blank, sometimes valid, sometimes mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe not. And so I think I just was like, I'm always, I just always in my, I'm going to just assume that we're not doing that when yeah. it's with you, you know, or I'm not going to tell my kids that their grandma is supposed to do insert the blank because I don't want them to be disappointed. And they not, you know, they can't even, they're not even at an age to be disappointed yet. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, just sitting that. And so I need to figure out how to make that a more healthy situation. Yeah. Um, so I think about that. And then I guess, a, and then a healthy boundary is putting my family first. So, I think it, it flushes out in a bunch of different ways, but whenever, you know, it's my mama, me, and my sister, and I'm, you know, I can, we can make decisions together. It's just three of us, you know, but now I got my husband and my two kids in the mix. And so the decision that I maybe would make that is maybe the best for them, because neither one, you know, they don't have a partner. They both live on their own work, you know, so they don't have the same constraints as I do or and um and so just seeking to put my um and I guess in in a lot of ways put myself first because it makes my family healthier whenever yeah. we do that. And so that that shift, which I mean is a shift in general of, you know, from being in your family unit to being alone. I think singles and um married people go through this. So just like now I'm not in my family house. Right. I'm on my own. And so how do I shift and say I gotta do what's best for me and look to me? So that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, I would say have you ever been surprised with setting a boundary? So have you ever been surprised where it was just like, okay, cool. Like and you and you like kinda hyped yourself up to set this boundary <laughs> and like got your confidence together and everything and they were like, Okay, fine. Or in the same way, like, has it been a boundary where you thought it was going to be like, okay, cool, but it was like a blow up? Mm. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it was received with a little bit of resistance and off guardness. I know that's not a word, but roll with me. <laughs> so the boundary, um, very protective of my children. And. I want to say slight favoritism towards my girl, but uh, it's a unique <laughs> kind of love towards my girl, Grace. But I had a family member, um, you know, made a comment uh, about her, and um, my wife overheard it, and, you know, it, it was a joking comment, but my wife overheard it, and, uh, you know, she, she brought it to me, and... You know, at that point, again, it's like, man, I want to step in and advocate um, for um, my children, um, my daughter. And, you know, I brought it up to the family member and I told that person that that was hurtful. And they responded, uh, I was just joking, you know. I said, hey, you might have been joking, but it was still hurtful. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, can you be more mindful about the jokes, the, you know, the comments you say uh, about um, my children. And so, yeah, so it, it wasn't necessarily a blow up, but it was kind of like, like, what you mean? Like, what, what's the big deal? It, it, it was just a joke. Like, we, we always joke like that, but um, not super inappropriate, but that's not how I speak to her, so why would I allow you to speak to her? That, that's what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, again, very difficult conversation to have. Um, particularly like when you didn't necessarily experience it. So you don't have that same emotion that somebody else, like a spouse or someone, you know, a friend who experienced it, um, but they relay that information to you, 
you still have to, you know, I felt like that was my responsibility to step in and say, hey, that wasn't acceptable. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll go. I definitely have had some blow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From setting boundaries, Lord have mercy. And I think, um, I think what makes it hard is that just like, especially for my immediate family, it was just the three of us kind of similar to what you're saying. And so it was just like, we're all three doing it this way. And that's like the end Mm -hmm. of the conversation. Um, And I I was just setting a boundary of like my time and my energy um, around a holiday. And I mean, it was, it was a huge Mm. thing, but I think what I learned (laughs) in that situation was just that, you know what, even if they blow up, I have protected myself Mm -hmm. and I have stood up for what I know is right. Mm -hmm. And I had to just be okay with it, you know, like be okay with it blowing up, be okay with whatever. And maybe that, that wasn't as huge of a boundary um, that I, maybe I didn't have to, you know, stick my foot down, but Mm -hmm. I think it prepared me for other boundaries that I probably will have to, you know, set even around my children around other things Mm -hmm. where it's just like, Sometimes when you're setting a boundary, you have to accept that that reaction may not be the best. Yeah. But it doesn't matter the way they react because I can't, I'm not responsible for their reaction. Mm -hmm. Like when I say whatever needs to happen, um, I can't, I'm not responsible for their feelings. I'm not responsible for any of that. Mm Um, but I, it is good for me to go ahead and set this boundary so I can love them well and love myself and my family well. Mm -hmm. And however they react is how they react, unfortunately. Um, and I think if you're in a family where there are some unhealthy patterns, you may be like the one person outside of this that is, um, saying something that's different, but it doesn't mean that it's wrong. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just having to accept that, you know, like they may see, think that I'm wrong or whatever, but I, you know, if I feel like I'm doing what um, is best, yeah, I have to just be okay with that, Absolutely. you know. And the world didn't end. Yeah, that's what I learned. And, and you <laughs> What's do the hope, worst that can happen? <laughs> right? And you do hope too, like like you said, when you communicate and advocate on your uh, on your behalf, that even though maybe their reaction is not the best in, in the moment you do hope that because they love you, they come back around. Hey, hey, like you right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't see it that way. Um, and that, that never happened, honestly. Gotcha. So, I mean, I would hope that sometimes that would happen. Yeah. But I think I have gotten to the point specifically with this person that it's just like, there may be a blow up, Hmm. but I'm going to go ahead and say it because I'm not going to keep on, you know, being a doormat. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm grown now. And if if that relative never comes back, hmm. I hope that at some point that relative is in a healthier spot space yeah. to be able to come back and mm-hmm. like. But it's just like I can't, I can't allow that person being unhealthy to like make me unhealthy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you for sharing that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's easy to think about hard or like times when boundaries blew up. So I've been like. Sitting trying to think about a time when a boundary went well. I hadn't thought of one, so if y'all think of one, then y'all share y'all's. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think the holiday travel mm. is the <laughs> the boundary that, you know, blows up the most <laughs> or has blown up for me because, 
you know, especially because people want to see, you know, grandparents want to see their grandkids, different families got different family traditions and stuff. And so we in the mix now of, you know, we, so I guess last holiday season, we communicated, these are holiday travel plans, you know? And I just thought, you know, in the past, like they have gone smooth, you know, this, this is this situation, this is this situation. Well, the whole, you know, we're not going to see you on Christmas Day situation blew up. Hmm. And and I was so confused, you know, Christmas Day. Like, right. you know, but that, that was a blow up that, hmm. you know, now we have to figure out how can we, you know, are we going to see both sides of the family on Christmas Day? Are we just going to be just with us on Christmas Day? Hmm. We're going to invite, you know, both sides to come to our house on Christmas Day. <laughs> so, right. um, anyway, that was... You know, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Holidays, I feel like. Yeah. What did y'all end up doing? Do you like switch every year? Or like- so now with our, you know, now that we have two kids, we just said we're going to be at our house Christmas morning. Okay. We invited my side to join us because my side's in Memphis. And then during, whenever the kids get sleepy for a nap, we'll drive to Gosh. Kevin's side. So. We'll double up. They're they're an hour and a half away, so, so it's easy. Next week for Thanksgiving. Next where y'all week going? for Thanksgiving, we're gonna be at my house. <laughs> okay. So y'all pray. Um everybody gonna be <laughs> yeah. at our house okay. together. So this will be I think the first time that our whole family is together besides our wedding. So wow, all right. it might turn up. So we need a part three podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> After the holidays. After right. the holidays, how y'all dysfunction <laughs> out of the show. So, all right. So, in the last like couple minutes, uh, what encouragement would you give to somebody that's struggling to set boundaries, or new to to boundaries and the concept? Yeah, I would say one. It, it may be helpful to talk it out with someone that you trust. You know, Absolutely. because yes, we can get in our heads and you know, kind of psych ourselves out or overthink it or, you know, maybe default like me to people pleasing and like, nah, you know, I don't need to do that. So I would encourage uh, uh, whoever is struggling in this area to talk it out with someone else to help you process uh, that particular boundary you want to communicate. Um, And it may be helpful, I don't know if y'all push back on this, but to set a date Mm -hmm. uh, or set some some type of, you know, you don't want it to linger. For sure, Um, And sometimes it's, you know, when you're in the the, the, the heat of uh, the moment, um, you know, you're not thinking as clearly. And so maybe that'll catch somebody off guard, maybe not. But just set a date and uh, so you can thank yourself. And Adriana, what you said, too, earlier, you were saying how setting boundaries now will help you for the future. Mm-hmm. And I do, I like that. And so I would just encourage you to think about, you know, how your future self would thank your current self for setting Mm -hmm. a particular boundary that, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I did communicate that with confidence and with clarity and based on how they responded or not, um, you can thank yourself uh, in the future because you know that perhaps that may pivot the relationship or the friendship Mm -hmm. some, but um, you don't have to uh, over-worry yourself because you didn't say what you wanted to say now and then it's going to be a whole nother thing. So, that's good. And I would say communicate clearly, just, and communicate holistically. Like, 
how is this boundary going to benefit? How does this boundary benefit me and allow me to love myself? How does this boundary benefit you and allow you to love yourself and allow me to love you so that we can live better, you know, in harmony and um, as believers live as God calls us to live. And so um, that's what I would add that for sure. That's good. Yeah. I'll just add the the latest thing my therapist told me that I was like, oh, man. Um, Because I sometimes will not even engage with people (laughs) if I feel like I need to set a boundary sometimes. It's just Mm. like, I don't even want to feel like set this boundary and it being a blow up. But she was just saying with language, make sure you you make your boundary statements as I statements. Absolutely, yeah. So instead of saying like, you keep on cussing and yelling, so I'm going to get off the phone, you say... I'm not going to stay on the phone if you continue to to use this language and this tone with me. Mm. So that way you're owning your property. Yeah. You're owning yeah, your right. feelings, your thoughts, your emotion, your emotions. Um, and yeah, I think I would just say, remember, like, what's your responsibility? What's your property and what's not? Mm-hmm. Um, when, it, when you set boundaries. And I hope this encourages you, too. We've all said that it's hard. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so don't expect it to be a walk mm-hmm. in the park, but yeah. it is a way to love yourself and love other people better. Yes. All right, y'all, that's it. Please, y'all, like I know that this is a podcast and stuff, but we would love to hear from you guys. So when we post on Instagram and Facebook, go like, ahead and comment, hit us up. subscribe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hit us up in the comments and like let us know like if you struggled too or if, you know, there's a special boundary. You're like, how do I do this? Mm. Like go yeah, ahead and, and put it in the comments. Talk to us. All right. All right, y'all, we out. Yeah.